Hey everybody, welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt. I'm Dory. Coming to you from my office. Live and, live and in charge. What an interesting room that is, said the lady doctor whom I was talking to via telemedicine. Yes. I didn't mean to say lady doctor like You that. really did say lady I, doctor. I, just, I was just saying lady. <laughs> Just be, it was the, more of the sing-songy way in which she did, said that to me that uh-huh. I was remembering. And then I was like, I should have just said doctor. And then after I said lady doctor, I was like, I better mention that I said lady doctor, which is a ridiculous statement. It is a ridiculous thing to say. And I'm saying it out loud. I know it's a ridiculous thing to say. And it sounded weird when I said it. But that is an interesting room that you're in. That's what That's she how said? she said it. So it was like in my head in a sing-songy way. <laughs> Did you talk to her? About, I mean, you only had 15 minutes. I only had 15. By the way, again, still the the most one-on-one time I've had with a doctor in forever. Wow. Like, really, when you think about it. Because it's, it's 15 minutes of like, right. I'm focused on you, not anything happening outside the door, not any, whatever. Yeah. So, when Dory was like, really, 15 minutes? I was like, yeah, think about how much time you've actually spent with your doctors. And that's actually more. Uh, no, I said, yeah, there's a lot of guitars in here. Anyway, that's literally what I said. <laughs> I was like, Let me, let's, let's steer this back to, yeah. to my sleeping problems. Anyway, I saw a doctor via the internet, everybody. Yeah. Had a big week. Big week of uh, therapy and then my shrink. You know, some, that syncs up once every three months. So it feels like a, like a new moon. It's like an eclipse. Yeah. <laughs> It's like when they're both telling me the same thing, I'm like, nah, I should see a doctor. Oh, they were uh, both telling you the same thing? Well, because I was talking about the same thing in both sessions. Right. So I was like, well, let me go talk to a doctor. But I don't want to call a doctor because I don't like calling. I'd almost rather drive to a doctor's office, walk into the receptionist and ask for an appointment. For some reason in my head, that's less bothersome than calling than a phone call. <laughs> Just showing up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it kind of, because it puts the, like, because I'm putting in the effort. You know what I mean? You don't know what I mean. It's I a weird, don't. It's a weird hang up I have. I've discussed it many times. It's again. a weird, it's an ADHD thing. It is. And it's also like a me not wanting to have anybody's help. Mm-hmm, which is an ADHD thing. Because you develop coping mechanisms. Is that an ADHD yes. thing? Yes. Uh, whatever. Listen, everything's fine. I'm now an ADHD expert since Thanks to the two closest people to me in my life are both have ADHD. But really, it's mostly from your TikToks. Not really. Mm, I disagree. I'm not on ADHD TikTok anymore. Now I'm on Taylor Swift TikTok. And wait, there was another like weird TikTok that I was on the other night. But yeah, a lot of Taylor Swift TikTok now. Well, that's what China thinks we're all into right now. I mean, I'm not not into it, but I'm also like, I like I get it. Like once you see one, you've kind of seen all of them, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, no shade, of course. I love Taylor Swift, but yeah, all you Taylor maniacs. What are we calling Swifties? You guys? Swifties. <laughs> Watching a lot of old wrestling, so I was like Hulkamaniacs. <laughs> Must be Taylor maniacs. <laughs> Uh, uh, um, yeah, it takes a lot for Matt to go to a doctor, even telemedicine. Well, I just was like, this is such a, it's like, I forgot that it existed in a way, even though I had zoomed with my therapist and my psychiatrist. 
and did one of them say, hey, you know, you can do telemedicine or you were just like, oh, telemedicine, that exists. I don't remember exactly how, I know that I was Googling while my uh, shrink was like sending me a, a recommendation of a doctor. Okay. And then I found this site and I was like, well, well, when can I get an appointment? And then, like the available appointment was like in a in an hour. And I was like, <laughs> okay, because like you know when I have a window, yeah, I've discussed this. I don't know if I discuss it on the podcast or just in my personal life with my wife, but like when I have a window of time where my where I feel like doing something productive or usually it's productive, then it's like seize the window. Don't like don't let it slip out of the window. So I did. So I did the 12.45 and then she like ordered like blood work and everything. And I was like, I'm going to book this now before I end up going away. And then I don't do it. So I went in Friday morning after golf, got some blood work done. And then I have a follow-up with her next Thursday while we're in New York. But guess what? Telemedicine. Telemedicine. I can do it. <laughs> and then... Give me whatever sweet, fancy weight loss drugs you can handle. Oh, yeah. Uh, content warning, weight loss. <laughs> content. Wow, that should always be at the top of every podcast. I mean, I even sound fat. Hi. Matt. I'm hilarious. <laughs> uh, I have to say it so they don't say it to me. <laughs> Anyway. Wow. Okay. Um, Why do you breathe so hard on the podcast? So I can live. That is an earthquake joke, but also a real thing. That's an earthquake joke? Earthquake. The comedian, late great comedian earthquake. His delivery was much better. Oh. I thought you meant it was like a Why joke Why do you breathe so hard? So I can live. Oh. That was his delivery and it was great. It's a hilarious joke. That's pretty funny. Yes. If you find that kind of comorbidity <laughs> funny. <laughs> anyway. Um, well, you know, as What's I new? as I said to you, I'm proud of you for taking this step. Mm. Because the irony is it took no steps because I literally <laughs> sat here in this interesting room. Well, no, you took steps to go get the blood the blood work. Yeah, but barely. I had a really good spot in that garage. Oh, you did? Right by the door. And you hate, I mean, it was in downtown LA. You hate going to downtown LA. I'm not a fan. So I was like, wow, he's really serious about this. He's because going to downtown LA. It's the only available. <laughs> you know, it was funny. It's like, because of that, I had uh, planned to golf with friends at one o'clock in the afternoon on Friday. So like the usual ones I would go to, like the mid-city ones, they didn't have any morning appointments, only the afternoon. But at the time, I was like, well, I, I can't do an afternoon. I got to get this done. Mm. It was a wild. It was a wild Friday. And then I like felt terrible. Like at like I was so tired at like 1130 in the afternoon in the morning. And like golf was one o'clock. And I remember driving. I had gone to see, see Shy over at Imperial Vintage in Burbank. Great store. Check it out. Um, and I drove back from Burbank. And my golf was at Roosevelt, which is one of the courses in Griffith Park. And I was driving through Griffith Park. And I was seeing how busy it was out on the courses. And I was like, oh, no, Roosevelt is walking only. I'm very tired. 
and i was like oh, i'm also i think i'm nauseous too and then i was like i texted nicole and i was like i can't i can't go i want to i'm in my car but i like i don't think i could do it and then when i saw her saturday mm-hmm. uh her and her boyfriend were like oh my god it's a good thing you didn't go the round was so slow really <laughs> yes good and so you made like, the right oh, call I knew, it. I knew it was gonna be slow because another thing is i feel like you hate letting people down i do but i also what i hate it's you know you have to go by things that i hate in order of hating them right and what do i hate more than letting people down five and a half hour rounds of golf that is true oh every on time, a friday afternoon every time i come home from worst. a long round of golf i like you're tell so Dory cranky that i'm like do you know that i fucking just got home <laughs> yeah the day is gone that's why I golf before the sun comes up with glow balls until about eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And then I get the whole day to do whatever it is that I do. And right now, that's not a lot, but pretty soon it'll be more stuff. Like what? Well, I'm writing again, so that's good. Yeah. I feel like you had a big week. I had a big, I had a big week. It's been a big, I felt this week coming. It was like I'm so. It's like this is happening. There's Something, been a lot leading up to this week. Some seismic shift in my brain is happening. Okay, I can feel it happening. Okay, this is me talking to myself, not you. I, I'm just. I'm. A, I'm you. <laughs> I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> this is me being you. And then yesterday, ironically, Mosier, friend of the show, Scott Mosier, called or no, he texted me, asking. Um, for he's he had something to say to mention to message Hardwick, and I was like, "Oh, his, his, here's his number," and that was that. And then, like about an hour later, Scott's like, "So, what are you working on right now?" <laughs> and I'm like, mm. "Oh, nothing. I feel retired." Then he's like telling me all the things he's currently doing. I feel like just sidebar. I feel like he's one of the few people who can ask you that, and you we'll have like an actual conversation with him about it. Yes. He's, uh, he's just like, you know, as I, as as I have been referring to him, he's like my Burgess Meredith in Rocky, Mickey Mm -hmm. trainer. Mm -hmm. Anyway, he wants me catching chickens. Okay. And he's going to be checking in a lot. Good. And he was like, you know what idea you had that I've always been thinking about? And I was like, is it this one? He's like, yes. And I'm like, you know, remember that book when I asked you for a notebook? Yeah. And I opened it up and there were notes in there. Yep. This was the show the notes were about. That is pretty wild. Anyway, I'm going to write myself back into some work, depending on a writer's strike. Who knows? In the meantime, my only source of income is this podcast and Star Trek The Next Conversation. So head to patreon.com <laughs> forward slash excellent adventure or uh, patreon.com forward slash Star Trek TNC and support me while I go through these uh, metamorphoses. Good day. Do you have anything to add? Uh, no, I don't. Have you done anything this week? You know, I had a weird week because Kate was uh, away. Yes. It was her kid's spring break and she went on a family trip. Mm-hmm. And I had been like, oh, this will like, it'll be a good week for me to like 
catch up on my own stuff. If I remember correctly, that didn't really happen. It didn't really happen. I did plan Henry's birthday party, though. Which you have, that has been like in your craw for like, it was building. It was building. I'm actually, I am actually glad that I got that done. Yeah. Um, I have a couple other things percolating and they're percolating. Yeah. You can relate to that, I'm sure. Oh, I'm, a, I'm just, I'm constantly percolating. Um, I actually, on one of the, on one of the projects that I'm working on with someone else, we were like almost at a, I think we're almost at a point where we're going to have like an actual thing to like show people. So that's, that's cool. Are you doing that on spec? Yeah. Wow. That's interesting. They're just going to do it and release it. Um, we're debating what to do. Mm, okay. Um, yeah. So I suppose it's viable either way. Yeah, I think so. And yeah, so that was kind of like weird. I ended up just sort of like catching up on like life stuff. And Plus it was rainy. It was rainy. In the middle of the week. Yeah. And oh, and also I'd been, I'd made plans to write with people on Monday and Wednesday. And then Monday, our nanny was sick. So I couldn't do that. And then Wednesday, the person I was supposed to write with was like, you know what? I'm actually, I'm leaving town tomorrow and I'm like really stressed and like running around all day. So I can't really meet up. And then I was like, right. all right, you know, like <laughs> sure, that's out the window. <laughs> so yeah. um, I didn't, I didn't do that. So here we went are. to the magic castle. So that's, something. I did go to the magic castle. With some friends, not with Matt. He doesn't like magic Don't or magicians. Don't care for magicians. They think they're a bunch of liars. <laughs> On that note, let's take a break. Are you a magician? <laughs> Stop lying. <laughs> we'll be right back. You're not really floating. We'll be right back. Bye. Bye. Wait, Wait I mean, what? We'll be back. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy but like i can't wait to get them on my feet because i know they're going to be cozy i know they're going to be the best socks in the house and i know that they're going to keep me going all day long they've got some great details that have been obsessed over including the honeycomb arch support which i love anti-blister tabs which i also love what that is it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little just a just a smidge higher, like in a whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. 
Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like you know uh, stripes on the top of it. it's like oh hey look at me i'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person they've got those too and they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff you know if for all you frill seekers out there folks all i'm saying is you heard me talk about bombas for years now i don't know why you haven't done anything about it get comfy this spring and give back with bombas Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. And we're back. Hello. Um, I just want to remind everyone that you can email us at dorymatt at gmail or mattandory at gmail. Call or text us at 413-461-BABY. Matt, I sent you a new version of the pod. Here it is, revised. Yep. We're going to kick things off with a couple of voicemails that are in the Dropbox. Oh, I didn't actually see that coming at all. I don't know why I always forget that this is part of my job now. Yeah, it is part of your job now. If you want to hear a smoother, unvoicemailed podcast, head to Patreon. <laughs> That's true. There are never any voicemails on, on the Patreon. Uh, I have this whole set of... I have a soundboard deliberately for this podcast. Wow. Okay. Ooh. Oh, I see. I'm going here. And then I'm... What's This is the day. And then I'll go here. And then I'll pull those into there. Great. Which one's first? Um, the 805... I don't see those. Oh. Take a look at what you have in here. You have the same voicemail twice. I do? Oh, I see. You're saying the number? Yes. I don't. There's no 805 in here. There's not? No. Oh, oh the area code. Yes. There you go. I'm yep. always looking at the last digits. No. Mm -mm. Here we go, everybody. This is from the area code. <laughs> is this person anonymous? Uh, No, I think they say who they are. Great, then. I don't have to say it. Delete anything. <laughs> Chef Ryres. Katie Shinden on a Monday morning. Wow, camp director Matt Myra. So I was pretty stoked listening to your uh, recounting the tales of camping this weekend. I only got a few minutes in before I had to call because Matt, mm -hmm. uh, coming from someone who volunteered for everything um, in elementary school, be careful because you'll do a really good job at it and then they will literally never let you not do that job. Um, so, just 
for one thing, dude, because I, I know you're going to gonna kill it as a camp director next year. Just so for you too, Dory, like when you're the type of parents that volunteer for things and you're really good at it, like it's really hard to give up that job because they always beg you to come back and do it again. Just uh, by the time my kids were in middle school, I was so done volunteering, dude. I was like, grade six through eight, I'm hands off. Talk to me again in high school. Okay, love you guys. Bye. Um, yeah, I mean, I will be great at it because everyone will be in the photo. <laughs> Thank you. Uh... Thanks for calling. I appreciate you. Um. All right. Thank you for that. If everyone remembers last week, Matt said that he was going to join the glamping committee. I was going to be the, I think it just would be a committee of one. Mm, I see. Which is me. Okay. All right. Thank you. Next. Hey guys. I was calling because I have two kids. Um, one's about three and a half and the other just turned one. And lately I've been feeling a little frustrated with myself because it's been really difficult for me to kind of keep up the joy and energy of playing with my kids rather than being kind of like checked out and bored and even a little like annoyed at them for wanting to do the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I know not every moment with kids will be magical, but it seems like I'm more often than not kind of going into my interactions with them with a default bad attitude. Um, I also work. 40 hours a week while they both attend daycare. So it's not like I'm a stay-at-home parent, which I think only amplifies my sense of guilt that I'm not kind of savoring our time together more. I'd love to hear from you or other listeners if you have thoughts or kind of strategies to keep the joy alive. Um, I am in Littleton, Colorado in 2,900 square feet, two adults, two kids, two cats. And no hot dog yet this year. Thanks. Look, here's what I'll say. First of all, you're 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 way you're ahead of the game because you're recognizing it, mm-hmm. uh, and you see it. And guess what? Henry is sometimes the most annoying being on the planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but ultimately, it's okay because. <laughs> <laughs> He's he's my kid, and I accept. But I often have to catch myself, much like you sound like you might, mm. um, being annoyed. And I feel uh, bad about it. But I also explain to Henry. If I act annoyed to Henry, and I... Because sometimes, like, if I'm going into his room for the 93rd time in the span of 20 minutes after putting him down... Mm. And he and he wants to come, and he wants me to talk about nonsense, <laughs> and I don't mean nonsense in the sense of like whimsical childlike things. Mm-hmm. I mean like the nonsense of what time he's waking up or whatever it might be. Uh, and if I am a little short with him or react in that way, I try to catch myself, reset, and then tell him. I'm sorry, bud. I was just a little annoyed mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that you're asking about this again. Mm-hmm. But let's just clear the decks. What is it that you need to know? 
and then I'll tell him the answer, whatever that might be. Uh, that's only that's in that instance. The other times that it, <laughs> this this morning, for instance, he was yelling and screaming so much so that he woke me out of a dead sleep, and I was like, I must have I must have overslept. Mm-hmm. It's got to be six thirty in the morning now, and I stumble to his room. And I, and I I go, hey, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. And I look at the clock, and it was 4.58. And I was like, bud, why are you calling me in at this time? He's like, oh, I wanted to know what time we should get up. We never talked about it. I'm like, oh, my God, what time wow. do you want to wake up? He's like, 5.50. And I was like, that's so long from now. Anyway. <laughs> so... I feel, I feel it. I feel what you're feeling. I know you're not alone. You know. Mm-hmm. Just so you're aware. Mm-hmm. Is there a great way to fix it? No. But you, as long as you're, as you, you know, being aware of it is is great. Because you know, look, you don't. Here's the thing. Nowhere. Is it written that you have to enjoy every second you're spending with your child? This exactly. So, sometimes it's going to be a bit of a uphill battle for both of you. Mm-hmm. And as the kid gets older, guess what? Sometimes they're not going to want to spend time with you. Yeah. And by older, I mean like four, <laughs> five. <laughs> I also like just to I agree with everything Matt's saying. And I think there's a couple things to just like remember. One of which is like you have two really little kids. And like this shit is hard. And it's gonna be hard for a little while. It's gonna pass, but it's gonna be hard. And like I think this whole idea of like cherish every moment is like kind of bullshit. Um and like ends up cherish some cherish some for sure but you don't have to cherish every moment and i think things like that make moms especially feel very guilty that they're not cherishing every moment to like let that go um and the other thing i will say is like maybe try to do like one thing a week that is like really just for you because i think sounds like you're pretty overwhelmed right now you're working a ton you're you know you're raising two kids it's a lot and like even if you just get like an hour and enjoy those lunch breaks enjoy those lunch breaks enjoy like those lunch breaks during the week where you're like mm, i don't hear anything yeah <laughs> um that's what i would suggest doing and like give yourself some give yourself some grace here it's also, a lot you know watch bluey those kids are the same age apart and totally. You'll, and you'll see parents that uh, seemingly have an endless capacity for bullshit. But how do they have such a nice house, Matt? Well, he's an archaeologist. Uh, he's probably a tenured professor. They just haven't said it. And, uh, you know, Chile, probably pretty high up over at airport security. Mm. You know. They there's, might have inherited the house. You don't know. There's a... Uh, 
Dory forced me to look at the chili subreddit. Not chili subreddit. Uh, the ch- what if there wasn't just a I don't chili doubt subreddit? It. There's a bluey subreddit that is uh, like <laughs> because I looked at it once. Reddit like throws it in the feed, the main feed now. And uh, boy, oh boy, slow down, everybody. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a. It's a I don't want to call it a dark place, but it's like a, it's a dusk place. <laughs> it's like, oh, guys, come on. Yeah. Don't compare yourselves to cartoon dog families. It's unattainable. It's unattainable. Yeah. You're, you're going to have to have pants on. Mm-hmm. Unlike these dogs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mac, can we get a time check? I can't tell how long we've been recording for. Uh, you mean time flies when you're having fun? Yeah, it sure does. Um, all right, we are going to answer one more question and then we're going to take a break. This was a text. Hi, Dory, Matt, Henry, and Bo. There's been a lot of talk lately on the pod about being one and done. Have you all thought any more about whether you will be pursuing available options slash possible paths to give Henry a sibling or have you decided to be one and done? As someone who is one and done myself, not by choice, I appreciate how difficult the decision this can be and send you all the positive vibes and hugs as you navigate this. As a mom to a science baby as well, we all know even if you do decide to try for baby number two, there are no guarantees and that can make it incredibly difficult to choose to try again. Either way, I feel so much empathy for you guys. I had to write in. Sorry, I was just me looking at a video of Henry destroying a croissant, I would say. <laughs> had to write in and ask where you all are in this path to a decision since the pod is called Mandor's Excellent Adventure. I don't think we've heard an update lately on where you are lately on this stage of the adventure. I've been listening since the beginning and you'll help me so, so much during my six rounds of IVF and multiple losses. And I'm so grateful this show exists. I've been waiting anxiously for each new episode to see if you all will try for baby number two via embryo adoption or another path. And no one had asked. So I felt like it had to be me. All the best to all of you. Can't wait to hear your update. Only if you feel comfortable sharing, of course. Well, it's what we do on this podcast. We share endlessly. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where we are on that, but mostly because right now I'm trying to get my own house in order. You know what I mean? I mean, that's kind of my response as well. Like Matt has been in a kind of dark place for a while. And it's been great. Guys. It did not really seem like for many reasons, just like even adding the stress of trying for another in whatever way we decided to just seemed like another thing that we did not need to put on his plate right now. Mm. And then bringing another child into the world when Matt is not in the best frame of mind did not seem like I ideal. Mean, I think I think you're coloring that weirdly. In what sense? Like does that I feel like that reflects on my relationship with Henry. What the way mean? that you're saying it. What? I'm not saying like that. you didn't want to bring another I'm in a dark place. You don't want to bring another child into the dark place that I'm in where I'm like oh, I pretty much keep that away from henry at all times yeah but i thought it would be very stressful for you as a person right to have another child 
but my relationship with Henry. That it has nothing to do with your relationship with Henry. Sunshine, lollipops, rainbows, and everything. Yes. We have a great time. Uh, no one said you didn't. It's one of the few bright spots in 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 what I would call a boring retirement. So you're saying we should have another kid right now? No, no. I'm saying let's just be clear on what we're saying. That was not meant to cast any aspersions on your abilities as a father. Guys, it felt like so many aspersions. It didn't. I mean, I, it wasn't intended to. Like fly fishing. Like that's how she was. Casting. It also, I mean, it like financially it did not really seem like the right time. Oh, financially is a terrible time, but it could be a better time. If you head to patreon.com <laughs> forward slash excellent adventure. Uh, yeah. So I don't know, I guess is my answer to that. How how did that how, how was did, that on? How, how that, was that on? How did that get through? I don't understand. I thought it was I off. I thought I turned that off also. Thank you for knowing that I <laughs> you I think you watched me I turn did. it off. I did. I watched you turn it off. Oh yeah, yeah. Um Yeah. So I don't I don't know what to say to that question. Uh We'll get back to you on that. Yeah, we'll get back to you on that. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. Look, is there a chance time runs out and we're both 100 years old by the time we're like, yeah, we can finally, oh, we're dead. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. It's very true. Door's not closed. The sun hasn't set on that dream. Yeah, I think that's a fair thing to say. Okay, let's take a break. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. We're back. Hello. Hi. Hi. Matt, do you want to read this? Sure. Let's see what it is. What is it? It is a text. Great. Pause the pot. Is this it? Yeah. Uh, before you finish talking about Henry seeing wrestling. Fun facts. I grew up in the 80s. My uncle, who's 15 years older than me, lived with us from the time I was about five to seven. My brother was two years younger. My brother is two years younger than me. My uncle watched Stampede and WWF wrestling. One day, when my brother was about Henry's, Henry's age, my uncle was laying flat on the living room floor. The living room and dining room were open to each other, and my brother ran full out from the far edge of the dining room and did a Hulk Hogan-style running leg drop and landed right on my uncle's chest. My uncle would never lie down on the floor again after that. The following Christmas, my brother got a Hulk Hogan sweatband kit and a bunch of other merch from Santa, and it's a family story for generations. <laughs> <laughs> That's Beth from Edmonton, Edmonton, Ontario. That's the home of Brett the Hitman Hart and Stampede Wrestling. Two adults plus a basement adult housemate who really only leaves their room to go to work or make food, so that almost doesn't count. Two cats, 10,000, 10,000, 
1,064 foot uh, bungalow. She bought, nice. Moved into in October, zero hot dogs of any kind in 2023. Husband chose not to bring one home from Costco yesterday. He brought protein instead. You guys have protein at Costco? Canada is magical. 46 inch TV, which moved from the living room to the bedroom for a lazy boxing day and accidentally stayed there. <laughs> P.S. Three best things about the house are the husband's recording studio has its own space and isn't occupying the living room space. First time since 2009. It's an oversized lot and already had a 1,500 square foot veggie garden ready for planting once the ground thaws and is generally landscaped brilliantly for all the food it will grow us. The roof that is perfectly ready for solar to be installed as soon as the weather is right. We're officially on the path to self-production and there's public transit right across, uh, right from the house to my job with no transfers. Little modern hippie. Couldn't be any happier. PPS loved Henry opening the show today. And pause the pod. Second time today. Costco soft serve is fantastic and really cheap, at least up here. And they are not shy about the sauce. Highly recommend their hot fudge sundae. I often have chocolate soft serve instead of vanilla. I like chocolate. What can I say? I would say there's almost, there's all, they are almost as big as peanut butter barfait from. Parfait from, why did I say Barfait? <laughs> from DQ. If you had one of those, without the peanuts and maybe more, certainly better fudge. All for about $1.75 or something. That's $3 less for sure. It's been a while pre COVID, but I've been a fan of yours for years, so I doubt it's changed much. Really worth it. Million dollar question. Will I make it through the pod without pausing a third time? Only time will tell. Wow. I love it. I love all those things that happen in there. Mostly, I, I, I like the four-year-old doing a running leg drop. <laughs> the human being is like exactly my fear. Mm-hmm. Henry's always like saying kick. I'm like trying to kick me in the head, which I'm like, mm. I don't understand where he's getting that from. Mm. Um, and this is like, he's not like actually trying to kick me in the head. He's like upside down mm-hmm. on the, on the, on his mattress, like, or on the daybed, rather. Right. He does like kicking. He says kick, too. Mm-hmm. I'm like, where is this coming from? <laughs> anyway. Um, but, yeah. I'm glad. You've got a lot of stuff to do once that weather thaws. Yeah, seriously. Oof. All right. Um, we got a text. Mm-hmm. Uh, the person said, hello, in Henry's dinosaur talk, I thought of a gift I just got my kids and he might enjoy. And it is uh, pets from around the world. Uh-huh. It is a book, coloring and activity book, jokes, mazes, secret codes, puzzles, mystery dot to dot and more. I can already tell you from looking at this, that this is a little too advanced for Henry. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And his destructive tendencies. Yeah, I think most of these pages would end up ripped. <laughs> um, but thank you. We will keep this in mind for when he's a little more mature. Um, he, uh, so, you know, at night he likes to talk about animals, uh, which is essentially me Googling, uh, Google image search of elephants or whatever the animal might be. And then he scrolls through it. But lately he's changed it up and now he wants to talk about clocks. 
So I can do a Google image search for the Ikea clock that is in his room, in his playroom. Uh-huh. And he loves it. Really? I didn't oh know God. this. He loves it. I thought it. you were still on animals. I didn't know you had moved on no. to clocks. Well, he's like, I want to talk about animals. And I was like, well, what do you want to start with today? He's like, oh, clocks. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, okay. My favorite thing that he said to me recently, like when he's called me back in at night, has been like, um, mama. When you go to sleep, I want you to think about round things <laughs> so we can talk about round things tomorrow. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, okay. So he does like a, he does like a premeditated group discussion. He does. All right here. And then this person continues. The series is coloring books that double as fact books. It may be a little old for him. Oh, we just discussed that. <laughs> but the information seeker that he is would probably love this. I linked the Pets of the World book, but they also have space, mythical creatures, and legendary creatures. For any adult bird lovers, the artist also made a Dirty Birdies coloring book meant for adults with all the funny names and creative puns that make me lol. My four-year-old Henry is obsessed with birds and can tell us that and can tell us any that land in our backyard. And he's hoping beyond hope that he gets to see a titmouse this spring. It's a bird. Enjoy Christine in Wisconsin, where it seems like winter will never end. Thank you, Christine. Thank you. Um, And we got a book recommendation from Melanie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Golden Spoon by Jessa Maxwell was just released and it is an amazing combination of murder mystery and the Great British Bake Off. She really nails the baking show vibe. <laughs> Plus the author is in the infertility community on Instagram. That's how I learned about her book and she's a talented cartoonist. Her Instagram handle is Jessica Olien. O-L-I-E-N. Enjoy. Like Melanie from the Philly suburbs. Hot um, tip. That's so, a hot tip. Full disclosure, I got an advanced copy of this book and I read a bit of it and I did not get into I could not get into it. I'm willing to give another shot because you're not the first person I've heard to say that this book is good and a few other people have written in to like Forever 35 and said that I should read it. Unclear whether they have actually read it or if like they're just like the subject matter is yeah. in your in your Venn yeah. diagram. And you know, sometimes it's like when when things are like exactly yes. in your venn diagram they're they're outside of it yes it's it's interesting yes so i think i i worry that that is the case here but i'm gonna give it another shot because it is on my kindle thank you melanie that um makes sense. and then we got one last text that just said ah oh, henry at two two x speed <laughs> i wish i could listen to henry at two x speed just like in life just in life hmm. he's you know he does he gets like uh what was what were we talking about last night where he like was like, No, Dita, I'm gonna say it. And he like was like, Oh fuck, what was it? I was, I was trying to help him with the word mm. that he was looking for. And he was like, No, no, I'm gonna say uh, Dita. Shh. <laughs> he said shh to me. Wow. It was pretty funny. He's been, yeah, yeah. He's been. He's been a saucy, funny. saucy fellow lately. He's been a saucy little minx lately. I have to say. All right, that brings us to the end of this podcast. Matt. Yes, it does. Um, we have to thank our Patreon supporters because they're the best people. As discussed, this is Matt's. I'm retired. Only job. Apparently, you can support us at Patreon.com/slash/ExcellentAdventure. Um. You, we've actually already recorded the first Patreon episode for this month, which 
for those supporters is who shock, know us, <laughs> they, are, usually, they are shocked. We're usually 28th, 31st, or 30th. Um, but you also get your name read on the podcast each month if you are a supporter at the $5 level or above. So thank you to the following supporters. Pamela Wong. Uh, Pat Machowski. Patty Curry. Paul Sharp. Paula. Rebecca Posey. Robert Hamilton. Robin Kay. Sadie Massa. Sarah Dowerman. Sarah Dowerman. Sarah Friedman. Sarah L. Sarah Lavelle. Sarah Swift. Scarlett Kaufman. Sherry Olson. Simone Vanderwinkel. SJV. Stephanie Genevieve. Uh, I think it's Genevieve. Oh, yeah, it sure is. Steve Harcourt. Tanya Lamos. Tanya Kay. The Holterman Clan. The Kembles. Tracy Jury. Valerie Green. Virginia McFeely. Whitney Hoffman. Anonymous. Aurora and Zelda. Ainsley. CJ. Crescent Martin. Danielle Nusiforo. Deanna McLean. Eleanor Powell. Elizabeth Kay. Elizabeth Kamani. Uh, Ellen F. Jane Ennis. Jen Brennan. Julia from Germany. Justine Adamek. Katie Davenport. Kira Holt. Laura Bennett. Laura Madge. Lauren Cephalo. Lydia. Mara Fass. Mary Messick. Mary Myra. Maude Tremblay. Melanie Bronbeck. Nicholas Gidmore. Pamela Carpenter. Phoebe Boone. Samantha. Uh, Shauna Mandel. Stephen H. Susanna Perez. Vanessa Ferguson. And Zoe Lawrence. Thank you all so very much. Thank we you mostly you. to these people. <laughs> all right. Bye, everybody. Bye.